Okay, everybody wants good love, that's true, I know Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo Welcome to the podcast, ain't no doubt we all need this Ay, Cause better relationships need better ingredients Ay, So if you want better relations, it's about communication Finding love, staying together, we all wanna make it better Yeah, Derrick Jones the host, your relationship coach Thank you all for tuning in, relationship gumbo And welcome to another episode of the Relationship Gumbo Podcast. My name is Derek Jones, and I am your host. I'm a certified life coach, relationship coach, engineer, strategist, and mental health advocate. Because we can't forget about the mental health, ladies and gentlemen. And on the Relationship Gumbo Podcast, we believe that better relationships need better ingredients. So tonight, we're going to get some of those ingredients. We're going to get a little salt and pepper, and uh, and we're going to get it in. So tonight, I have an extra special guest. As you guys know... Um, I have committed myself to being a part of a uh, what I would call a conglomerate of, of brothers, five brothers that every Monday at 8 p.m. We come to you and we talk about men's topics, brotherhood, manhood, um, and those things that you always wondered about your man or your father or your brother. We, we get it in. We're all five different people, but we we you know, we try to make make things palatable for you and honest. So. I have one of those very brothers on this show tonight, and we're about to get it in. And yes, we do have the same barber. (laughs) So if you think we're twinning, it might be on purpose, might be by accident. But I'm going to go ahead and get him up here on the screen, and we're about to get this in. So tonight, (laughs) we welcome Gunter Man. Every time I say Gunter Man, I think I'm talking about a superhero or something. So what what I want you to do is introduce yourself and let people know a little bit about what you're doing. We're going to get right into this topic. Yeah. Hey, guys, what's going on? I am Gunter Man from Soapbox Stand Up and Speak. Uh, I am a relationship life coach. I have a show on Instagram Live, 730 every Thursday night called The Gunter Man Show, where we allow people from around the world to share their point, their point of view, their perspectives with everyone around it. I believe that Everyone has a story that has value. And to empower people to see that their story has value, I have opened up my platform to allow people to join me on screen and to share bits and pieces of their life to build up other people's lives, to encourage other people's lives, to direct, to guide, to to empower, to empower other people's lives so they too can now stand up and speak their truth and to come come from a place of real love, the love of self and then the love of others. Right. Stand up and speak, huh? Pun intended. So, so look, so real quick, um, let, let, and I, and you kind of sort of kind of did it, but let people know how you came up with that name. Soapbox, stand up and speak. Ah, soapbox, stand up and speak. If you know, back in the, back in the days in, in the, in the early, in the English or England times of England, where uh, individuals used to stand up on a soapbox, an actual soapbox crate, to herald their thoughts, their politics, their their carnival acts. They used the soapbox to symbolize an opportunity to herald their truths, the things that they believe in, the things that they're trying to push to the world around them. And during the time of uh, Trump, people have voiced their opinion more and more and more and more. And I'm like, you know what? This is the age where people are are more likely to speak up about what they feel and what they think than ever before. Like mm-hmm. this, like this generation of kids, uh, us at this age, getting to the place that we don't care but to live our truth. Right? We're of that age where we're like, you know, mm-hmm. I I'm ready to live the best version of me now. So I built this platform, stand up and speak as a thing that like stand up finally when how are you gonna keep cowering how long are you gonna keep holding back how long are you gonna keep conforming how long are you going to stop being the realest version of yourself and and to give yourself an opportunity to to watch a world shift around you mm-hmm. see it's not until you live your truth it's not until you find a genuine love and care for yourself, will you ever get to see the world around you change? Because I believe in frequencies. I believe that when you operate a particular frequency, it will be reflected back to you. It will come back to you in in droves and flows that will either speak to you 
or it will hinder you, meaning that you need to find a way to best operate. You need to find which ways are your truth. And a lot of times you can't discover that on your own. So I've yeah. made myself available uh, due to my failures, and I'll start things off with that, due to my failures to, to research and to better understand love and relationships and concepts and human habits and cultural norms. I mean, I dug in, I went back to, took school uh, classes online at Yale University, got three certificates from there, where I wanted to know more about how we think and how to get people to the place where they can not only see how they're operating, but to now do something about it. So that's where Soapbox Stand Up and Speak was born and it has been taking off, especially with, with Shop Talk. Man, That's guys, right. if That's you right. if you haven't joined us on a Monday night, you're really missing out on some insight because you only know what you know and what you know isn't everything there is to know. You want to be a part of a community that allows you to get different perspectives, different perspectives on things because in ways, that it's going to empower you in some ways it's going to lead you in some ways it's going to get you accept a new truth without anyone forcing you to, to say hey you're wrong hey you're not doing that right no you're going to do it for you and that's right. what our platform is all about allowing you to see things for yourself and you decide what's right for you pick and choose through it but they're but all perspective all five guys are coming from a place of genuine love and care and service to the world around us. So how could you not want to at least listen to someone like that or a group of guys like that? Right. Y'all hear the passion in his voice? It's oh, the bald yeah. heads, right? Yeah, so man. About, nah, but look, look, this is what we're gonna do. Look, <laughs> let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Cause we gotta, we gotta, we gotta give them what they came for. Um, and I want, I really want to um, I'm gonna ask you a question in a second, but tonight's topic is finding your way back after losing yourself, right? And so the context around that, since this is a relationship show, um, a lot of us have have been in multiple relationships where we have lost our identity in that relationship because we wanted to be in there so bad. Maybe they was the cutest person we ever been with and we wanted to we let them get away with a whole bunch of stuff. So, you know, I, I've been there. I've been there. I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna talk about it a little bit. But first, we're going to ask Gunter, man, have you ever lost yourself in a relationship before? Oh, absolutely. Uh, quite a few. <laughs> quite a few. And when, when I think about lose myself, I have the bad habit or I had the bad habit of conforming, conforming mm -hmm. to setting up an environment where I believe that the other individual will be able to live their best life. But I did it in a way to the sacrifice of my own pleasures, of my own preferences, of my own desires, of my own needs. And yeah, I had to learn that if I'm going to set up an environment for it to be uh, prosperous for one, it first has to be an environment that's prosperous for me. Because in order for the person to get the best version of me, I got to come from a place of healing. I got to come from a place of good health. I got to come from a place of being actively in power, working with authority, mm -hmm. moving and shaking and speaking my truth. But no, I would get into a relationship. And like you said, I would want what I want so bad that I would just ugh, just just like settle for whatever they throwing at me just so I can have what I want. But the truth is that I never really got what I wanted because once once I ignored myself, the person could never could never do enough, say enough or be enough to ever match the hollowness that I was feeling, the emptiness that I was feeling, and I did it to myself. I did it to myself. So no, I I, I caused, I set those women up to fail because <laughs> they could never be enough to fill the void that I was leaving in myself. Yeah, yeah, I, I wanna um, piggyback on that a little bit. I, I've done, I, I can't even count how many times I, I think I, when I was younger, I think I did it a lot um, because I'm such a giving. I'm a giver. Right. So, you know, people who are givers and, and, and uh, highly sensitive and empathetic and 
just want to help and make sure everything is good. And you're a man, too. So you got to really make sure things are good because you're supposed to be the covering. You're supposed to be the guy who's taking care of stuff. And when you dive in that deep, like you said, you let some things go. You start to lose who you are so that they can get the benefit out of the things that you can give. But you don't get anything. You don't necessarily get anything. Even something like for me, even appreciation didn't even come back a lot of times. And now that's like the one of the biggest things for me. Like like we always talk about how most mostly men their their primary love language is words of affirmation because we need to we need to hear those words like I appreciate you, thank you. And when you don't get that relationship after relationship, and a lot of times it's our fault because we get we give till we bleed. And as long as they're happy, we don't we we feel like we don't need it. But when you lose your identity, when you lose yourself to make that other person happy, it's almost like you're causing yourself your own little trauma because it's like the person who you really are, even though you think that things are happy because they're happy, it's like your own personal jail cell that you put yourself in. And it's like you're it's like you inside your body looking out like this isn't really what I want, but as long as they're happy and you keep doing that, <laughs> you turn into something else and you yeah. don't even realize it until, you know, something has to happen in order for you to even realize and shake yourself, whether the relationship breaks up, whether something egregious happens and you're like, wait, what am I doing? Yeah, yeah that's on that realization is only for the fortunate ones. Bro, I guess I got to tell you the truth, because sometimes we will deem that as just what a relationship is. This is just what a relationship is. So you don't even know that it's bad, that it's the wrong thing to do. You don't. You know, the world tells you, culture preaches and teaches what happy wife means what? Happy Happy life. life. That's right. Happy wife means happy life. But the truth is, no, when you start to want what you want, when you want it, despite what what you're getting in return, not meeting your full, not expectations, but your full core needs. See, I believe Mm -hmm. that when you connect with someone, when you start to date someone, you're gathering data to see if that individual can meet, can match up, can are in alignment with your core needs. So you can venture together. You know, people say opposites attract, but that's BS. No. More people that have more in common, that's what attracts. The things that are opposites, that's like the little added spices and adventures because the way they grew up, the way they saw life, the way that they've been through experience and had victories has shaped them to be a different being than you. One of the very first things I teach my um, my clients is that the other person isn't you. You know, the other person isn't you gives you the understanding that no matter how much time you spend with them, no matter how much you show up for them, no matter how many times you go over and above to bless them, no matter how many times you have given them your listening ear and your understanding and forgiveness, they will never ever always think, respond, address, and act the way you do. Yeah. Sometimes for an individual, that's hard, especially when you're a giver. And when I say giver, it means we look for appreciation. Not that we give with the expectation of getting something in return, but at least appreciate it. At least appreciate it is what I'm trying to say. So in relationships, what I found is that I I would give so much and so often to keep what little bits of them that I really enjoyed. And I'll get mm-hmm. into the red flags of things in a minute, but I would give so much just to keep getting those little bits and pieces that I enjoy that I would start to give from a place of fear. I would give from a place Absolutely. of, I would give from a place of, I hope you stay. Yep. I give from a place that I hope you'll change. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, is it really I got, giving? I got the passport and the stamps to prove it. I've been there. <laughs> right. And now, there. is that giving really giving? It's no longer giving. It's manipulation. Yeah. And whenever oh. you set out 
to manipulate a situation, it will never return back to you what you think you so, you will never get back what you think you're gonna get out of it. You never, you manipulate, you can just cancel that up, that situation, because it will not return to you what you think you're gonna get from it. Yeah, yeah, it, you know, and, I, and I'm we're gonna double back to that manipulation thing, because I think that that's, that's a powerful um, piece. But first, I want to uh, acknowledge some of these comments here. Um, yes, yes. Lalita says a personal jail cell for sure. Um, black girls getting their shift together says it's like pouring from an empty cup. You must fill up with aut- authenticity. If not, you run on fumes. Guilty. Hashtag guilty. Hashtag not anymore. Hashtag healing. And she says um, giving from a place of lack, not abundance. So I want to double back on this manipulation piece that you just said, because Talk to I, me. Think, I think that people especially the people who are doing the giving don't consider it manipulation. But when you said that it struck a chord in me because when you are giving from a place of lack, right? When you're giving from a place of fear, you're afraid that person might leave. Let me do it's it over time. It stops being about the person you're giving to. And then it becomes this selfish manipulative thing that you do for your own gratification. And I think we don't, we don't, we, meaning we, the people who are doing the giving, we would never really look at that because then it puts us at fault. That's right. Oh, let and, me, I, I can get into this one. Go ahead. So, I want so, you to talk. So, so it does become manipulation because it becomes this selfish thing that you're doing almost, it, it, it almost has the reverse effect. Like you're doing this thing that you think is making them happy, but it's, but it's a manipulation for you to feel validated because you probably aren't even getting it from them. Like we said earlier. So now you're, it's a self-fulfilling process prophecy. You're giving yourself validation by continuing to continuing to do the thing and hope they don't leave. And if they don't leave, then that's the pat on the back. Cause they still stay, they're still there. So I, I, I feel better now. So let me just keep doing and keep doing and keep doing. Meanwhile, no, the most inner work. core of you will never get served. That's so it. it's almost it's That's almost it. like it's almost like your own brand of like torture. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you get it in. Because you're constantly setting yourself up for letdown over and over and over and over and over and over again. Because you're giving from a place of hoping to get it back to you the way you yep. prefer it. I want it back. Give it back to me the way I prefer it. Give me yep. something back the way I prefer it. And the other person is not me, not, not you. The other person is not you. They can't give it back to you. They don't, they can't read your mind. They don't know the, 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 the thoughts behind the giving. They don't know all the thoughts behind the giving. So how could they ever, they have their own life and all situation and all these yeah. distractions. They have all their, their, their whole life of filled with distractions and things and responsibilities. How in the world do you expect them to be inside your head too and right. understand where your giving is from? All they know is that like, oh my God, this you're amazing. Look how many times you, you're doing this. I mean, I just mentioned that once and look how you, you brought it to me. You gave it to me. You did this and you did that. I'm triggered. <laughs> come on now, because here's the thing. And I, I, I always like to get into this. Whenever you ignore the red flags in a relationship, in a connection, while while guess, while gathering data, while gathering data, you become the selfish person. Yeah. You become you become the negative person in the situation. You become the villain in the situation. See, when I say villain, let me explain that side. I came up with a theory and an understanding that when we share our stories, just like today, we share our stories from the place of either we're the hero in the story or all mm-hmm. the things we did right in a relationship and how we made things and made the exception and supported and did all that stuff to make sure that person felt blessed and loved and cared for. Yes, that's how we share our stories with our friends, our boys, whoever it is. Or we share it from the victim side. All oh, the things that they did to me, she did this, she did that. I can't believe after all that I did that she couldn't be in no appreciation and no red thing. You go through all that, either the hero or the victim. You hardly ever, 
ever share from the face of you being the villain. You being yeah. the villain, you being yeah. the bad one, you the one causing the downfall. You're the one who made the situation horrible. Even, even if you are someone who cheated, you will so twist that story and in, in a way to say that she made you cheat because you were lacking in a particular bit. Um, that hero and victim thing is so powerful because that's what we speak. But here's mm -hmm. the thing. Whenever you get the red flag in a situation, that one red flag doesn't mean that the person is bad. The red flag, you see a red flag in the individual, that doesn't mean that that other person is, is a bad person. Red flag just means that she's she is not, or the person is not going to align with your core needs, your core needs, your core needs. Right. These ways about you that you know without exception that you got to have it done particular or similar ways in order for you to feel fulfilled or to rejoice and to be at peace. Because a lot of times these things that we fight for is just a place of being at peace. And in the midst of peace, there comes that joy, opportunities for joy. But when you ignore the red flag and you keep moving forward, even though now you know that that person can't meet your needs, you become selfish because now what are you doing? You're gonna pick and choose the little bits and pieces of her that you do like, and you're just gonna hold on to those things and call it a relationship, because that's what I did. I will hold on to those things and I will call it the relationship. But every time she acts like herself, I would get mad. The self of her that I don't agree with, the self of her that doesn't align with my core needs. Now, how does that work? You received the red flag. You kept moving forward. How in the world do you feel that you have the right to get upset with her for her being upset when it was you who kept moving forward after you got the red flag to stop? Sit and think about yeah. that one. Yeah, that that right there. It it's um it requires you it requires you to to really do do some self accounting like looking at like you may not have we may not have known it in the in in the moment but as coaches you know we want to try to get you to to a place where you can get to your goal but if you ever if you ever sat back and looked at your history right and if you were one of those people who saw the red flags and you kept going and i'm a, i'm gonna repeat a little bit but i'm gonna i'm gonna put a little bit of relationship gumbo um sauce on it um when you say villain, there's going to be some people that watch this that say, how could I be the villain if I'm doing all the things that I thought that I was supposed to do? What makes you the villain is that you saw the red flags, meaning these are things that you know that you don't need that are going to trigger you. And like and to, to Gunter Man's point, it doesn't mean they're a bad person. It just means that there's some things about them that may trigger some parts of you and it, and it turns it turns into a negative for you because of whatever experiences you've had in life. And sometimes th that's nothing that you can fix. You may have to walk away and find somebody that fits you better. But if you see those red flags and you continue, even in the vein of I'm going to do all of these things and I'm going to attach to to those things that I like and the, the red flags I'm going to ignore you now have created an unfair situation for the other party because they don't even realize that those red flags are things that are a negative for you. So that is what makes you the villain because you have now indoctrinated a person who technically was innocent into your sadistic world of trying to, to manipulate them in a way to please yourself. That's what makes you the villain. And so I wanted to point that out because I know somebody is going to come on here and say, how can I be the villain if I was the selfless person and I did all of the... Nope. You got you to think about... <laughs> yeah, it's really... Selfish. And even myself, like even right now while we're having this conversation, I'm like, mm -hmm. yo, I did that. That's right. That's <laughs> I did, right. I did that. I did that before. Uh, let, me, let me get a couple of comments. Um, Talk to me. Uh, black girls getting their shit. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, dope discussion with Erica says we are always the good guy in our own story. Yeah, I say that a lot. Everybody wants to be the hero, um, but when you actually got to take a take accountability and look at yourself, it's the easiest, but it's also the hardest thing to do because <laughs> none of us want to be the one who 
who was the, the, the cause of the problem or had something to do with the problem. We always want to just point, 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 bad person, bad person, bad person. But you but you were with the bad person. So what does that say about you? Like we got to We got to start thinking inward sometimes. A lot of times. Because that's where the solution lies. Um, Lolita says, our lenses are so... Oh, hold on. Black girls getting their shift together says, oh, looks like you you phased out a minute for a second here. Just re- refresh. Um, I'm going to read the comments while you're refreshing. Gunter Man, your screen went out if you can't tell. Yeah, he's going to come back, guys. So black girls getting their shift together says, we have a habit of painting those red flags, orange, yellow, pink, etc., to ignore the truth. All right, he's back. So I'm going to reread this one. Mm-hmm. Um Black girls getting their shift together says we have a habit of painting those red flags, orange, yellow, pink, et cetera, to ignore the truth. Yeah, we we definitely do that. Um, Lalita says our lids are so clouded that we will not see that they need cleaning. We keep trying to clean the other person. That's 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 the quotable of the day. I'm going to say that right now. Yeah, read that one again. Let them hear it. Let them read. Our lenses are so clouded that we will not see that they need cleaning. We keep trying to clean the other person. That's right. So y'all let that let that marinate for a minute. That that is a powerful statement, and and I really we really need to look at. Like I always talk about, and I'm sure you do too, um, Gunter Man, about just trying to dig and see what the why. What's the why? Because the why normally points right back at you. Oh, absolutely. And and I before I get into like the why side of things, the reasons why you do what you do, why you feel the way you feel, why you think the way you think, why you respond or react the way you do, there's also another way that you become a villain. Take a guess of what it, what's another way in a relationship you could become a villain. I don't know, man. I'm gonna let you say it because I know I, I'm. A, I got about 15. <laughs> <laughs> Another way of being a villain is what you allow to happen to you. Yeah, you're yeah. being a villain to yourself. Yeah, and you're being a villain to the other person by not telling them and allowing them to see your truth. Yep, you're being a villain to yourself and yeah. a villain to them because you're yep. denying them the truer side of you that will allow them to either have the opportunity to realign their way of thinking and responding and acting to a way that you prefer it, or you no longer get to the place and space in your life where you're gonna be treated poorly, where you're allowing poor treatment to take place in your life. Yep, yep, yep. And And no longer- Yeah, I always said, Earlier, earlier on in the podcast, it's the same thing. But the way that I, the way that I said it was, a lot of times we talk about people hurting us, but when we make those decisions to to enter in situations that we know are painful, you're hurting yourself. Like you're making a conscious choice to hurt yourself. Think about how that sounds. I'm making a conscious choice to hurt myself. We're not talking about the boogeyman. Oh, he ghosted me. Oh, he he was mean to me she he or she because i know y'all women are gonna come for me in the comments he or she did this thing to me and they kept doing it over and over and over again well if you allowed that thing to happen over and over again you are now hurting yourself it's not them hurting you anymore it's you hurting yourself so i wanted to just say that and i'm gonna read a couple comments and then we're gonna we're gonna dig into a couple things a couple more things um black girls getting their shift together says cognitive dissonance on octane jesus Ooh, um, I love that phrase. Yeah. Um, Cognitive dissonance. Lolita says, accepting this truth was life-changing. The villain mindset is unconscious at times, but when you dig deep, it's like watching a movie of your life. Yeah. Yeah. It's nothing more freeing than to re-watch your life like a movie and see what you did or didn't do. Not them, you. What you chose to do, why you chose to do it, it's mind-blowing. If you ever just go back and you be like, wait, wait, I was that guy. Wait, I did. I was the one who hurt that person. Wait, I was I was doing that because I was afraid to be abandoned. Once you do that work, in a, in a, a lot of cases, you may need someone to help you parse through that. But so let's, you, let's say, say no, uh-huh. a lot, most of the time. You're right. You're, you're right. Gonna, come on. Not a lot you're right. of times. You're right. Because a lot of times gets you thinking that, no, I still got this. I got this. I still got this. Mm-hmm. But yet you're still getting the same results over and over again. You're still saying, I got this. No, you don't got this. 
You need yeah. someone to tell you, to show you how you are showing up. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You need someone to say, this is how you act. This is how you show up. I see your facial expressions. You can't hide the truth. Right. <laughs> and you also can't handle the truth. Right. The truth, yeah. it is a beautiful and terrible thing, and it should always be handled with proper care. With it's proper, a yep, beautiful yep. and terrible thing, but it should always yep. be handled with proper care. You know, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm quoting Harry Potter, Dumbledore. That's right. That's how I do. <laughs> That's how I do. Um, another thing is when you talk about the wise, you have to see the wise as you taking back your power. Whenever you can take ownership of the crap you did, the negative crap mainly, because we all mm -hmm. think we're good. When you can take ownership of the negative crap you did in a relationship or you caused or you allowed, you have to understand that it is empowering. And what I mean by empowering is that all of your bad decisions that caused you to go through what you went through got you that because you chose to take your power or, or not use your power wisely. Right now, that same power that got you into all that negative crap is the same exact decisions and choices and power moves that you can make to get exactly the opposite of what you've been experiencing time and time and time again. When you keep ignoring you, the villain side of you, when you ignore that villain side of you, you don't pay attention to your real wise, you'll never operate from a place of power. You'll always think that it's the other person who has caused you, who have allowed these, who have made that situation a portion of your life the way it is. How? No, you did. You did it to yourself. Right. Yeah. I, I'm a, I'm, what I'm going to do real quick is I'm going to, um, I got a couple more points, but I want to do this real quick because I want you to, um, let me get these couple comments and then I'm, and then I'm going to do something with you real quick that I just thought about. Um, black girls getting their shift together. Oh, hold on. Dope discussions says in relationships, we never give love without expecting love in return. Um, black girls getting their shift together says being a villain, not authentic is, is a form of self violence period. Uh, Lolita says insanity doing the same thing over and over expecting a different result and dope discussions with Erica podcast says we need to view ourselves from a third party unbiased viewpoint. And that only comes when we emotionally detach from the narrative that we want people to believe about us. Mm. So, yeah. You know, I, so, I watched a bit of your show yesterday with Erica. You got yeah, it going yeah, Erica, on. You Erica got it going luck. on. Yes. You better um, join us. You better join us in Shop Talk, girl. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting real close. You better join us, boo. Yeah, we're going we gonna to have her as a special guest on there. Um, so I'm going to paint a picture for you, and then I want you to give me your 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 honest reaction to what I'm about to say. Go for it. When people lose their self, lose their identity in a relationship, and they're so far gone that they um, kind of don't even recognize who they are in the mirror, right? I want to paint this picture of liking it to maybe like a cassette tape that gets dubbed over, over and over and over again. As you go through these relationships, unhealed, and you keep losing yourself, is it possible to ever get back to the original version or is it, does it dilute itself over time? And maybe you can get to a point where you, where you're functional and you can, you know, be, but is it ever possible to find your original self after going through so many iterations? Absolutely. But it all depends if you're someone of faith or not. When you have a standard, the benefit, if I speak for myself, someone that has, that I love God, and because I love God, his word and his ways have become my standard. Despite what I've gone through, despite what I've experienced, I still believe that what the word says about me is my truth, whether mm -hmm. I lived it or not. Meaning that God says that I'm a masterpiece because a piece of the master is inside of me. Yes, I have to believe that. I believe that I'm uniquely and wonderfully made. Yes, I have to believe that. I believe that I have power from on high filled within me so I can move mountains when I believe correctly. I believe that. Now, how to find yourself is to, for myself, is to go back to the standard. Go back to the author of it all and let 
his truth or the higher power's truth redefined to cause shifts in the way that you address the world around you. See, you're gonna keep doing it your way and you're gonna keep getting your results. The only way that you can find yourself is to go back to the, the, the architect, the one who designed you, let him define, let him say, this is the way you should deal with people. This is the best way to deal with situations. This is how you should respond because the word says over and over again. Imagine if you did something as simple as, the word says love is patient, love is kind, and love is long suffering. Imagine if you responded to all situations in your life with patience, kindness, and long suffering, how that relationship, that by, by itself can cause your relationship to move in a completely different direction because you wanna operate from a place of love, of real love, and why not let your higher power define what real love? First Corinthians 13, verses four through eight. Dig into it, find out what it is to actually be love. See, cause so often when we think about love, we think about doing all those romantic things and going on trips and, and giving foot massages and all those things as real love. But in truth, the higher power defines, your higher power defines what real love is. And love tells you that love is patient, kind and long suffering. And if you notice that all those three things, the first three things it talks about, cause there's 16 in the list of how many things, what love is, the first three things is in response to the, what the world gives to you is in response to what people give to you. It's in response to situations that happen to you despite always doing the right thing. So love is patient, love is kind, love is long suffering, gets you to the place where you say, hmm, yes, the situation is severe. Yes, the situation is rough, but I'm gonna respond in kindness so I can find the truths about myself and the situation in the midst. Because if I respond the way I, Humanly like to respond, you know, we often, I don't know why we always think it's being human is something negative, but we often say that, you know, oh, I'm only human. It kind of implies that it's negative. But right. when I respond, when I respond to the, to the world or the situation or the person that I want to be able to allow that situation to just sit as it is without me keeping more negativity on top of it. And we can never get to the problem at hand. Right. Responding in kindness allows you to, to once again, to restart, to find your way from being lost to getting real answers about who you are. When you need to find yourself, you need to ask the question, how do I show up? What do you see in me? Ask friends that are, who have spent time with you, tell me about me. Tell me about the me you see. Tell me about the me on the other side of me, the me that I don't get to see. Yeah, that that right there. <laughs> and I got I have a I have a follow up question from black girls getting their shift together. So hold on to your seats. She says, ask Gunter, what would he tell people who don't associate with the higher power, but are looking for their truth? That one's really easy. I think that if you don't have a higher power, you're still servant to something you're still serving, you're still following some something. It might not be a higher power, might be culture, might be the universe. You're still following something. You're giving your beliefs to something. You are swayed to believe a particular thing based on simply your experiences. Now, if you don't have a higher power, what do you do in those, for instances? You go back to the whys. You go back to the why you are the why. Why do you respond the way you respond? Why do you feel the way you feel? Why do you see things the way you see things? And that will tap you into, you might not call it a higher power, but for me, it taps you into the higher power, whether you believe it or not. It is the thing that's going to give you the correct answers about how you operate. But the key thing first is just having a desire to know why, to ask the question, or to seek help, because in the midst of seeking help means that you're willing to take all the jumbleness of thoughts and bad experiences and good victories and, and, and um, the disobedience to what you know is right for you. You're gonna put all those things into sentences and speak it. You know how yeah. powerful that is to speak your thoughts to another individual and how that is freedom 
that's beyond what you could imagine because I shared on, 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 on Monday's show, it's the secret things in life that beat you up. It's the secret things in life that beats you up over and over again. The truth that you feel that you cannot show or tell or feel ashamed of. Yeah. And now I, I want to, um, I hate to keep saying piggyback, but let me piggyback on, yeah, on, yeah. on that last question. Um, innately as humans, right. Especially, you know, when you've, when you've been in relationships, you know, innately positive versus negative, no matter what, you know, if you say, I, I don't believe in a higher power, right. You know what hurt feels like negative, you know, what pain feels like, even though you learn from it, it feels negative. You know how the treatment that you got didn't feel good, negative. And you know that you want to move into a positive direction. Then you have to start asking the why. And like we said earlier, you're probably going to need some assistance trying to figure out the why. Because sometimes the why goes back to when you were five. Boom. Right? When you start to develop the answers to the why, the truth is at the end of that. And so if you don't believe in a higher power, this is what I always tell people. If you know nothing else as a grown adult, you know what it feels like, what hurt feels like, you know what, what stuff you don't like feels like. If you keep doubling down on that, you'll never get to your, your organic authentic self because you you you've you've allowed yourself to be pushed down so much that that you can't see the truth the only way out of it is to search for the why why am i repeating this behavior i don't know why you may need to be honest with yourself and say i need help understanding why there's no shame in that because i always tell people how many more years do you want to keep doing this to yourself notice i said to, to yourself, yourself. How many more years do you want to keep doing this to yourself? And if it's something that you're doing to yourself, guess who gets to go ahead and, and get on the road to fixing it? You. You. Yep. <laughs> Not the person that you point the finger. You hold all the cards on the path that you take to find the why. Right? Because even with a higher power or not, that search for the why, there's answers that you need to get. Whether it's through prayer, whether it's through, you know, meditation, meditation, all of these things. It doesn't really matter what you believe in, but I definitely Correct. guarantee you that you don't want to keep living your life in sorrow and pain and hurt every day. It doesn't feel good. And you know what that feels like. <laughs> Even the kids know what don't feel good. Feel like you have to you have to really take an honest look at where you want your life to be. And I know it's not easy because we're talking about trauma and abuse and all these other type of things, mm -hmm. but you have to want it for yourself and you have to be honest enough to say, I need someone to help me put these puzzle pieces together because this, right. I'm, I'm 50. I don't want to leave this earth, not knowing what happiness feels like. So I know that goes a little deep, but, but we got to no. go there. We got to go there because I feel like, I feel <laughs> I'm looking at the comment. Who do, do you have a cup? I don't have a cup. Somebody said, what's in that cup, sir? Oh, um, uh, ginger tea, ginger tea. <laughs> you don't know Gunter Man. Gunter Man, Gunter Man be drinking stuff that, that make you jog up and down the block two or three times. <laughs> um, that healthy stuff. Um, but yeah, you, um, you really got to do that because we know when we talk about just to get back to the topic of the show, when you lose yourself, you know, that lost and found and you like, I don't know where I put my shoe. Maybe it's in the law. I, I got to figure out how it got there. You have to do what? Retrace your steps. I tell my daughter this every week. I lost my this. Well, did you retrace where you went? What rooms were you in? It's the same thing that you have to do when you're trying to find, get back to who you are. You have to retrace your steps, a.k.a. figuring out the why. <laughs> <laughs> you see how I brought that back full circle. It, you know, that's really what it is. When you lose something, you have to retrace your steps. That's it. In layman, like if you didn't understand anything we said tonight, you know what it feels like to lose the remote or to lose a pair of shoe, a shoe, a sock, or something. And you're like, dang, well, you now you get so mad that you can't find it. 
and it really requires you to calm down. Slow down. About slow down and think about where you went. Cause my daughter, she gets live. I can't find it. I can't. Hide. And I'm like, hold on. Slow down. Breathe. What rooms were you in today? You were in those three rooms. Okay, we're going to tackle each room one by one, and we're going to see where it could possibly be. Ninety nine point nine percent of the times that thing gets found because you took the time to to step away from from that feeling of anger and despair or whatever it is in your life, and you say, Ooh. "Let me retrace my steps." Go That's ahead, you guys, Doctor Man. Man, you just triggered something. Um, it's it's not really retracing your steps, but mm-hmm. when you go through a rough breakup, people ask me, what should I do to kind of move forward? Serve. Find a place that you can pour your heart in to, to help other people achieve whatever, where you take your mind off yourself. That's the slowdown. Yeah. That's yeah. the yep. calm yep. from the anger, the the pain, the you know, if I only dag I shoulda, the woulda coulda shoulda, mm-hmm. but you didn't, and you repeat right. those over and over and over inside your head. You need to stop and volunteer somewhere. Stop and pick someone in your life that is in need, and you lend yourself to them, giving of your time, your talents, to help someone else to achieve their greatness or their goal or to get through a situation and you will find i don't know how it works out this way but it works out every single time whenever you find yourself serving individuals somehow some way the answers to your own situations get answered yeah double discussions with erica says many many of us have to learn how to reparent our inner child who's still waiting to be heard or acknowledged yeah, you know, sometimes we don't really understand how we're operating. You know, when we're a kid and we get these traumas or, or systems of beliefs that we form from the age of five or six or 10 years old, and we now rethink that it's the truth. But you have to understand your mind is only a 10-year-old mind, a five-year-old mind. Yeah. So you're just going to understand it to the best of your ability. But here are people 30, 40, 50 years old, still operating from the place of a five-year-old experience, yep. a 10-year-old <laughs> experience, that you are still living that that as if it's your truth, where it's a false truth. And you can't discover that on your own. It's hard to discover it on your own. Yeah. Finding your wise gets you some of it, but not until you start to share with other people, speak to other people who are equipped, who have the ability, who have done the work and research to refine and pull out cultural norms and habit patterns and and the the psychology of things. So when you you look for the answers from from another individual who's not you, who's not, um, who's not, uh, what's the word, who's, who's not invested in you, who's not directly right. invested yeah. in you, yeah. then you're getting just, just well, this is what I see. This is what I'm hearing from you. Boom, 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 boom. And you're like, yep. there no it is. way, stop it. There because it is. You are working from a place of false truths that you've had since the childhood, and you have no clue that you're working that way until someone starts to say, well, I'm noticing this. Where's that from? Where's that from? And yeah. then it dawns on you. Because once you have the heart to want to know, the answers will absolutely come. As my friend Lolita would say, when the when the student is ready, the teacher shall come. When the yeah. student is ready, the teacher shall come, absolutely come, and will lend truth to your life so you may be able to make sense because we all want clarity. Yeah. We all want understanding. You know, and yeah. and, and 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 if you're ever looking for closure, stop. <laughs> right. Stop. Exactly. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. 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 Stop. Because uh, questions answered only leaves only leads to more questions asked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna read a couple of these comments and then I'm a um I got a couple a couple of points I want to make and then we're gonna start to wrap up because we're almost at about an hour and I I promised myself just like we tried to promise uh, on Monday to keep it to an hour but sometimes these things get get a little emotional sometimes and we just gotta let it go um, because this is what we're here for this is this is purposeful for us 
So um, sometimes it goes over, but I'm going to try my best. Um, Dope discussion with Erica podcast says um, many of us have to learn. Oh, no, never mind. We we already read that one. Black girls getting their shift together says emotionally blunted adults. Um, Yeah. Um, Dope discussion with Erica also says, yes, studying the way the brain operates on on trauma is so interesting and heartbreaking at the same time. So here's mm-hmm. so here's a here's a here's a thing that that after talk you know when we do these shows we talk to experts we talk to you know we hear people's people's life stories and e- and even knowing our own lives the thing that boggled my mind the most just hearing the words was that when you experience certain types of trauma you get stuck in that place. And, and you and, and mentally get stuck in that place. Like if it happened at age 18, until you go through trying to kind of right the ship and kind of go through the healing process, you, a part of you stays there. And that 18 year old turns 30 and 40 and it, and it hasn't evolved from that point. And I knew a good part of my life. I, when I, when I always tell the story about my first three girlfriends and how all three of them cheated. And there was a point where I snapped at the third one and that was traumatic for me, and I stayed there. And my behavior always came from that place. And it mm. was destructive, and it was mean, and it was hurtful, and it was, I didn't care about people. And I never grew from that. And when we lose ourselves, when we when we get hurt by people, sometimes it causes some sort of trauma, and we don't we don't get over it. We stay there. And it affects how... We deal with people. It affects how we show up. It affects how we date. It affects how we parent. And until we how we respond. That's how we. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And and I wanted to make that distinction because if it's something that you can't shake, that's the flag for you to say, I need help. Because 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 like we said before, when you look at your behavior patterns, you start to see a pattern. And if that pattern is something that you know doesn't align with your core values of who you are, that's a that's a signal for you to say maybe I need to get somebody to help me with this. Talk to talk it out. Talk just talking it out. Start to get the wheels turning. That's why we do this stuff because you hearing the comment and us talking about it, something will click. Not for you to say hi. I know how to fix it, but it'll say ha ha. I, I might need to talk to somebody. I might need to get somebody to help me with this because I'm thinking about the last five years and Jesus, I don't, yeah, th- there's something with that because I do see a pattern. There's always a pattern. <laughs> yeah. And, a pattern. and then there's the next step of it. You know, just like going to a wonderful church ceremony or having an amazing experience, uh, you will come away with a high. So you listen to this conversation like, wow, so much of this stuff made sense. But what can you implement tomorrow, tonight, that will actually cause yourself to see some of the benefits for for the truth that you just learned? Implementing these things, the opportunity of actually walking out on it is where you're really going to say, it's like, you might say, yo, that was a really dope discussion. How do you prove to yourself that it's dope? You start to apply it. Start yeah. to find bits and pieces of it. Watch this over again. Take little notes and saying, when that situation comes, these are the things that I'm going to start to think about because that's going to allow me to see the situation from a better place. And that's going to allow me to find out the whys behind it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to read a couple comments and then we're going to start to wrap this up. Talk um, to me. Uh, Boy Tony Watt from Triumphant TV, another another uh, co-host on the talk show on Mondays at 8 p.m. He said, yeah, "Good conversations, yeah. good conversations need time." Um, I'm gonna butcher your name, even though you you show up every time. Fiel, Fiel, yeah, Fiel, 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 reset, from Trinidad, readjust. from Trinidad. What up, Trinidad? <laughs> reset, readjust, refocus, but most important, return to who has the answer to all wise God. No one can tell you why but him. And Lolita says, we become our story. So what I'm going to do now, because we could do this for a while, but what I'm going to do now is I'm going to let you um, have the last word on this topic about finding your way back after losing yourself. And then after that, I want you to tell people where they find you. There's anything you got going on or promoting, get that in. And then we're going to start to close the show. 
um, seek help. There is no embarrassment. There's, there's no, there is no shame in asking for help. You know, like, what is it like? It's, it's, it's no shame in asking, but there's shame in not asking. Right? You know, yep. how long are you going to continue to repeat the life that you see? that you don't enjoy, the bits of your life that you don't enjoy and think that some way, somehow through osmosis that it's just gonna change on itself or just get better by itself. It just doesn't, it doesn't get yeah. better. In order for you to receive something new, you have to do something new. You have to try something new. And if it's not one-on-one, -on -one, allow yourself to be a part of a community Join a community of people that are talking about the struggles that you're talking about, that you're dealing with, and then right. allow your ear to listen for those little marks that will say, hey, that's a better way of seeing that situation I've been through. Oh, dang, as, as my man Derek <laughs> said, I did that too. Dang, yeah. I did yeah. that too. Yeah. That's right. Put yourself in a community that allows you to, to kind of free up, to let go of these, these hangups you have about your past. Because understand this, especially for those who believe in a higher power, that people knowing your business, people knowing your truth, none of those individuals, no imperfectly perfect person can hinder you from the things that God has meant for you. They all the things, only you do that to yourself. You stop yourself from getting the blessings, not them. So let them know your truth. And now I understand that some truths are just downright ugly and yep. it can be filled with shame. So somehow, some way, you got to kind of figure out how to go about delivering it or revealing it. But know that there's people out here that love you. Know that there's people out there who want to see you win. Know that you're just not alone in your situation because there is nothing new under the sun. What happened to you? happen to someone else. And there's a community of people out there who will rise up, stand up and lend you an ear, lend you a hand and lend their voice to you winning. Yeah. Absolutely winning. You are not alone. And if you think you are, call me. I'll be there for you. I'll show up for you over and over and over again, even if you push back. That's how I do it. That's how we do it. Yeah. So let people know how to find you. And if there's anything you want to promote, promote away. All right. Well, you know, you guys can find me on Instagram at Soapbox Stand Up and Speak. You can find me on Facebook at Rickoven, Gunter Man Gunter. Uh, follow me, please follow me. Um, my show is every Thursday night at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time on Soapbox Stand Up and Speak, Instagram Live, where every single week I have someone new, where one of the guys from Shop Talk will be in the building. Tony Massey will be in the That's building. That's right, Tony Massey. On my show, just like I'm here on Derek's show today. Um, as far as that goes, you know that, keep in mind, I'm a life coach. So if you're going through situations and you're looking for someone that has a, that has a learned ear in regards to relationship and love and the psychology of things, Touch base with me, reach out to me. I'm running a special right now, running a special for two, two sessions, two sessions for only a hundred bucks, two sessions, each session lasts for about an hour to an hour and a half. So on two, for, for only a hundred bucks, hundred bucks, I mean, two sessions for only a hundred bucks or five sessions for 200 bucks. There you go. So look me up and of course, hear more of these thoughts because trust me, I failed at this relationship thing. So I fully poured myself into it to figure out how can I do it correctly. And I found, I think I found as the, the relationship gumbo says, I found the secret sauce. Secret that's right, sauce. that's right, that's right, that's secret right. Sauce. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you, brother. I'm glad that you were able to um, make time to come through. And, and we're, we, you, I, and the, and the brothers, and, and individually and collectively, we're gonna do some damage out here, man. I, I have faith that, that we're going to help a lot of people. Um, the people that are on here, if you're if you're here on the replay, put hashtag replay. Let us know that you that you chimed in. But this show um, was powerful. And, and, and like I said before, I, I know this is a relationship gumbo, but there's things that, that I'm attaching myself to. And I and I, I will have to say this in all honesty, like before COVID and even going through COVID, I had some 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 dark days and I prayed to meet 
and connect with some amazing people. And it's happening now. And 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 uh, Gunter Man is one of those people. Um, I could I can do a list now because before my list might have been like maybe like half of a person. Now I got I got a crew now. <laughs> so right. so I'm, thank, I'm thankful for that. And um and I just want you guys that are listening. I want you guys to to follow. Um, Gunter Man, I want you to um, to you you know you always can go to relationshipgumbo.info and get all the information about what I'm doing because um, I'm I'm doing a whole bunch of I was just on Clubhouse right before it like I'm everywhere <laughs> so just follow me um, and if you wanna if you if you uh, you know need some some help on something you know I am a relationship coach I know we have fun on these things but I'm also a coach um, and I want you to um, you know hit me up hit up Gunter Man. Um, like I say, I always have coaches on here. There's no shame in my game. It's about who you connect with and what feels right for you. It's just right. like when you go to a therapist, they may you may not connect with the first one. So I bring everybody on here that I connect with. I don't care if we do the same thing or not, because um, it's all love. So on that note, I want you guys to have an amazing rest of your night, an amazing weekend. It's well, uh, it's that day that they do the fireworks. And I'm going to just leave that there. So y'all have a good, whatever, if it's a long weekend or whatever, um, please be safe. Please take care of your loved ones, the little ones, the old ones, and everybody in between. And I will see you next week, same time, same place. Okay, everybody wants good love. That's true, I know. Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo. Welcome to the podcast. Ain't no doubt we all need this, ayy. Cause better relationships need better ingredients, ayy. So if you want better relations, it's about communication. Finding love, staying together. We all want to make it better, yeah. Derrick Jones, the host, your relationship coach. Thank you all for tuning in. Relationship gumbo.